Good afternoon. Um, I want everybody to turn with me to Habakkuk chapter two. And I'm going to put some notes in the chat. And of course, we'll probably make a PDF if we want to send out to anybody who wants it. Um, but it's going to be a lot of notes in the chat. And I'm going to do it this way for a reason, because after praying about it, this is what was on my spirit that I needed to share and discuss with the family. Um, I've learned and I'm, well, I'm learning and learning and learning and learning and learning um, that you never stop growing in this. And if you do stop growing, you're coming to your end very, very soon because the power is in growth. Um, but the I'm trying to remember the scripture where Paul says, I find it not grievous to repeat the same lessons or to teach you the same thing over and over again. And um, I probably should have pulled that one up too, but I didn't think about it. But that's not important to where we're going. So if you guys would be so kind, I want you to turn with me to the book of Habakkuk. It's Old Testament. Habakkuk. Habakkuk. It's around Michael and Nehemiah. And it's before Malachi, two books before Malachi. So before the New Testament, it's one, two, three, four, five books back. There you go five books back before Matthew, right? It's Habakkuk. And I'm going to chapter two. And I want to lay out some principles for this year of opportunity. Um, I started very seriously around the end of the year hearing some words about what the future holds for us and what the future holds for us individually and as a people that uh, submitted to, the, to this word of God, right? And one of the things that came was, you know, it's the year of opportunity. Now, to me, words are just cute words if they don't take on a life or have a meaning to us. So when I get something like that, I've been, I've been with a lot of us for a long time and a lot of words have gone forward. And at the end of the year, if I ask people, so did that manifest in your life? More often than not, especially when we were like a bigger church, it was too big of a percentage of people who didn't see the manifestation of it. And I'm like, why? Right? Why not? Um, have you ever heard a word of the Lord for your life? And at the moment you heard it, you bore witness with it that it was for you. But then as time went on and years went on, whatever you began to go, why hasn't that manifested yet? Anybody other than myself? And so what we start doing, we start playing this game where it's in God's time and blah, 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 blah. God's not ready when God is ready, blah, 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 blah. And then the other one say, well, you know, well, I know when I'm ready, God will manifest it. Well, then the question becomes, well, then why aren't you ready? And how come you're taking so long to get ready? I mean, it's kind of silly if you know that this is something God wants for you and you need to get ready to be there. And then your focus and your full priority is not being ready so that you can receive what God has promised. Does that make sense? It's silly for me to know what God wants for me and know that what needs to happen for me to receive that is on me, but then I'm not willing or able 
or submitted to doing what needs to be done to see the manifestation of that. Um, so I began to seek God as this year of opportunity was presented to, well, what opportunities, God, what are you calling me to? And why are you calling me to them? And what do I need to do to be ready for them? Because I'm aware of time at this point. I'm aware of the passing of time that maybe have been wasted, but I'm also aware of the present times that are ahead of me and how it's important for us if we really want to see what God is saying to line up. And so here's what happened. You ready? Celine, where'd you go? Come back. So here's what happened. I began seeking God for that new and powerful wisdom and revelation that I needed to step into this year opportunity. And I got before the Lord and prayed and I'm going to fast and I'm, I'm just going to do all the good spiritual stuff I need. And there was no response, really. It was kind of this empty room. And I was like, what happened? He said, over the years, you've gotten so many words from me. Yes, sir. You pulled up the tape of words that were spoken over you 30 years ago. That's right. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Okay. So... Did any of that stuff manifest? Well, some of it did. Praise God. How did it? So then it means you still got a bunch of stuff that did not. Yes. So then why are you seeking me for anything new and you haven't even seen a manifestation that was already been spoken over you for years and years and years, right? Go back and see if you cover all of that and then come to me for some new deep revelation. Well, I'm coming to you to know how to do it. Well, go back and look at the word and see if it's in there. You know what I found out? It was all there, right? So we keep looking to God for something new and extravagant when it's in the simple truth that he's been showing us in his word and speaking to your life for decades. It's there. There's nothing new you need to learn. There's nothing new you need to gain. There's no new revelation you need to have. You don't need another person to lay hands on you. You don't need another prophecy spoken over you. You don't need them. You need to say, God, with words that have been spoken over me, have I lined up with those yet? If the answer is no, then you don't need anything else added to your plate. And you run around, right, freaking out, trying to figure out what you can correct and what you can do better and what you could do. Maybe it's just, my heart ain't right and all this stuff. Did God tell you your heart ain't right? No, but he did speak the word to you then. Yeah, so that means he wanted it to manifest when he spoke, huh? Maybe, think so? Yeah, okay, so can you just go back to what he said and stop focusing on what you said and what you feel and what it seems like and what life has told you and circumstances have happened in the situation? I, I know I'm speaking to somebody. You're looking at me like you don't know I'm talking to you, but you know I am, right? So, you know, you, you have enough on your plate to do what he already told you to do to not have to be trying to find a whole bunch of new revelations and new truths and new spiritual awakenings. Yes, Lord, indeed, where do I need to go? And he took me back to 
1989, 1990, somewhere around there, to go back to something I originally gave you. So here we are in Habakkuk chapter two, chapter two. And this was the prayer of my heart at the time. And it is our prayer every time we find ourselves in a little bit of a mess, even though we may not say it. I will stand at my God post and, at the, and, and station myself on the tower, right? That's your prayer time, your prayer closet. And I will keep watch to see what he will say to me. Oh, that sounds so spiritual. I'm just going to stand. I'm going to be still, God. Hallelujah. I'm going to stand here at the tower and I'm going to wait. Open arms, open heart to hear what you're going to say to me. And God answers. And the Lord answered and said, write the vision. <laughs> and engrave it plainly on a clay tablet so that one who reads it will run. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. It hurries, it hurries towards that goal of fulfillment, and it will not fail. Even though it delays, wait patiently for it, because it will certainly come and will not delay. And I said, yeah. Yeah. When is the last time you wrote the vision on a tablet? When is the last time you sat down and wrote it out? And if you did write it out, you're supposed to be able to be able to read it and run with it. When have you looked it over again? When have you walked through it? What let me ask you a question. Do do you guys have your visions written out? Show of hands. You did kind of kind of doing it kind of like kind of sort of. All right. So those of you who really thoroughly have it written out and you went before God and you have it and you wrote it out. Anybody. Okay. So two people. I'm talking about the scary stuff too. Not, not the, I want a car and I want a house, a new place to live and all that. I'm talking about the deep, deep stuff. Good, 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 good. And, and not to be ashamed of, good. How often do we visit it? Daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, <laughs> maybe yearly. Okay, I got one yearly. You understand what I'm saying? Then it doesn't exist. It's nice that you wrote it, but it has no meaning. Because you be, should be able, as the scripture said, to run it as you're reading it. That means it needs to be clearly there for us to see, rehearse, and as the word would say, they sold it from the scripture, manifest it, right? And I realized, like you, that I didn't even know where mine was, right? I know it was written somewhere, and I know you got, you know where it is, Lord, you know what it says. But his responsibility to me was that I read it, that I meditate in it day and night so that I can prosper and have good success. That I take his word and the word the word that's in, written in his book and the word that he gave me and I read it. So on January 11th, you know, the, 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 the real estate class I've been taking, they're very into that, very into, they call it your daily devotion. 
and they laid out a template for us. And they said, this is what you do. This is what you do. I paid close to $13,000 to join that class. And I'm trying to do all of the real estate stuff they told me to do and all the how the ways to search for a house. And I'm learning all of the techniques that they're telling me to do. But you know what I realized six months or five months in? I had not done the daily devotion thing. This is God gave you a Christian group. Of, this is what they're telling you to do. It's scriptural. But I'm not doing it. And according to the hands that I saw here, neither are we. It's a fundamental foundation. But I'm confessing it. Okay. And I'm claiming it. Mm -hmm. And I speak to the mountain. Oh, do we now? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, are you speaking to mountains that are not supposed to be leaving and, 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 and not rebuking the mountains and leaving mountains there that should be leaving? You, you, you know, because some mountains you're speaking to, you're supposed to, they're supposed to be there. There's gold in there. There's diamonds. There's jewels in there. You're not supposed to be casting those in the sea. He put those there for you to prosper. But then there are other mountains that you're supposed to rebuke and cast away. Do you even know which ones? Well, how do you know which ones if you don't have an example in front of you? Let me get. Let me lay this out real, 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 real quick. Real, real quick. Women want husbands. If I asked you for your list, do you have it? Is it written out? Is it detailed? Do you go through it every day? When you meet a guy that makes your heart thump, do you go grab that list real quick to see if this so, such and such lines up to every freaking detail on that list? Then what's the sense of having the list? It means nothing. That's your checkpoint. That's how you evaluate what is and what isn't. There is a list that pilots go through. I forgot the name of it. It's a checklist, though. But they have to go through it every time. I don't care if you've been playing, flying for 50,000 years. They start that before they taxi down the runway. They run down the list. This check, that check, this check. They a pre-flight flight. Take um, taxi. They run down the list. Take off. They run down the list. Get to a certain height, they run down a list, they do that checklist, and they make sure everything is checked on that list. That's what the co-pilot does. They go through that. And when it's time to land, they start to go through that list again, one by one by one by one. It's a list. Pre-flight, taxi, ascent, climb. Level, flight, descend, landing. It's a list that they go through. And they follow that list. We have gotten away from, and some people have never got into, that list. These are your checkpoints. These are your checkpoints. So I begin to say to Nelly, we got too many words from too many people, prophets and others, that we should not be looking for a new word. We should be pulling the word out that God gave us. So I shared some of it with you guys last week um, when we weren't online and you were really excited about it. So God put it on my heart if you would be so happy for us to share our checklist with you 
And then you can take it and alter it however you want and make it your own and put your own stuff in it. If you want to keep it exactly like I have it, I have no problem with that. But it's important that you have it. How often do you do that list? I want you to listen. Unless something really comes up every day. And from the from January 11th to now, so much has manifested because of it. Who, by a show of hands and emojis, wants this list? Kwame, you didn't put your hand up. You don't want the list? Okay, I was going to say, I'll make sure that we get it to whoever wanted. I'll exclude you. It's important because it, it has so much to do with defining ourselves before God. Now, here's the key to the list. Our list is consistently growing. And I want you to listen close to what I'm saying. My list is not full of stuff. It's not, I want a car, I want a house, I wanted this. It's all about lining up with his vision for us, who we are, what we call to do, because the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added. So trust me, this is not a list on confessing things and getting things. This is a list on the destiny and purpose of God. Also, there are a few things mentioned in it, a few, but I want you to know that they hold a very small part in the bottom of the list, the actual things. So um, let's start with the verses um, in the in the chat, Ruth. Let's drop the verses. The first, can I start off? Well, I start off, the list starts off for us, and I didn't send you this part because this, uh, this is on you. The list starts off at first. I'll just show you with the picture of uh, is it blurry out? It's blurring out. Okay, a picture of Nelly and I, and underneath it is the word that God gave me and gave uh, gave me for us. It says the power of us, and God said, "I need you guys to remember and confess, even when you're going through a, you know those kind of little things that couples go through and stuff." that the power is in the two of you. So he said, the word I want you to speak to each other is the power of us. So it starts off with the, the, the nice big picture of the two of us. And it said, you can see her and not me, so you don't need to see me, but you see her. It says the power of us, right? Underneath it, there's a daily schedule. Nelly has workout six to seven. God bless her. I'm not getting up there early to work out. Um, between eight and nine, listen close, prayer and discussion of our dream sheet and goals. I want you to understand this. This is a daily thing. Prayer and discussion of our dreams and goals. Between nine and 10, it's my workout. Um, between one and three, it's the real estate and property stuff. And from three to six, it's the social media vision builders and live unique. 
Now, did you put the stuff already in the chat, Ruth? The, the scriptures? Yes, indeed. So, the first one I have is what I've been teaching recently, which spoke to me. One thing I've asked of the Lord, and that I will seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord in his presence all the days of my life to gaze upon his beauty, the delightful loveliness and majestic grandeur of the Lord, and to meditate in his temple. Now, we've been doing so much on that. But let me tell you how I read these scriptures. I don't read them like that. I read them as a conversation with the Lord. But here's how I do the scriptures. Lord, one thing I ask, and that's the only thing I will seek, that I may dwell in your house and in your presence all the days of my life. To gaze upon your beauty and your delightful loveliness and your majestic grandeur and to meditate in your temple. Psalms 27, 4. James 1, 5. Lord, your word says, if any of us lack wisdom to guide me through decisions and circumstances, which I have, I literally say that, which I do have, that I can ask you, my benevolent God, and you will give it to me generously without rebuke or blame. So I thank you that I receive it. Third one. Your word promised me in Psalm 91, 15 to 16, that I will call upon you and you will answer me and you will be with me in the time of trouble. And you will rescue me and honor me with long life. And you will satisfy me and let me see your salvation. Thank you for that. And I may stop and pray a little bit on that. But I'll, this is what the scripture means when it says meditating on the word. Not just reading it, but personalizing it. Are you understanding what I'm doing right here? I'm not just reading the scripture. I'm making it mine. This is my conversation with, is this helpful? This is my conversation with you, God. I'm getting a little emotional. This is not just me reading the words off the book that apply to everybody. This is mine right now. This is me and my time with you. And I'm reminding you of your word. Not that you wrote the word, but I'm taking it here. Now, when Nellie and I do it together, which we usually do, we always, I change all the I's to we. So we read it as we. I read one, she'll read one, because over the phone, the delay thing, you know, it's like it don't line up. So I'll read one, she'll read one, I'll read one, but I'll be mouthing it along to myself. But we, we everything um, when we're together. Hallelujah. And then Psalms 127, one through two, and this is so important for you guys, family. Um, unless the Lord, Lord, unless you build my house, my labor will be in vain. Unless you guide my city, even my security is a waste of time. It'd be crazy and vain and foolish for me to wake up very early and go to bed late and eat the bread of anxious labor because you give blessings to me even when I'm sleeping. I'm going to tell you something. I take a nap every day. 
I'm like, you bless me while I'm sleeping. Every chance I get to get some sleep, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> I can get my blessing. Listen, y'all can call me silly. Y'all can say what you want to say. But God been honoring that. I'm like, okay, you told me that you bless me while I'm asleep. I think that means because I'm not in the way messing up stuff. So let me go get me some naps and stuff so I can get my behind out the way. Come on now, Dr. Brown, right? So you can do what you need to do, especially if it's starting to really stress me out. I need to go take a nap because I'm just, my my emotions, my heart, and my hands are just too in this. So I'm just going to go lay down right now and I will see Lindsay just step all day and work and Nelly will just step all day. And I'm like, I'm going to take a nap. You'll, you'll do what you want to do. You'll stay in here freaking out, trying to call everybody and knock on every door and ring every bell. I'm going to go take a nap so God can have somebody come and knock on my door because I think I'm in the way of stuff. I, I Listen, I'm just going with the word. You are a free agent to do whatever you want to do. But just those verses alone are the verses that I received that I got from God. And I stand on those. And if he gives me more, I'll keep dropping them in. Because here's what I want you to understand. And I want you to listen to me close. This is almost like a vision builders conversation from this point right here, just for this section. Your business plan. When I ask people, do you have a business plan? They say the same thing. Yeah. When did you write it? Five years ago. When have you updated? I haven't. Then it's not a business plan. A business plan is a living, breathing, glowing, doc growing document. You never stop updating it. As you grow, as you come to new revelations, you update the document. So you just wrote a piece of paper and threw it on the side. And that's what people are doing with their visions before God. They're writing on a piece of paper and throwing it in the drawer somewhere. It's a living, breathing document. And if you get a new scripture or you get a new revelation or God is speaking to you something else in this season and time, it's supposed to go in here. That means you're looking at it. You're studying it. You're, you're, you're taking it in every day. See, what you confess doesn't come to pass. It's what you believe in your heart. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that these things should come to pass, you should have whatsoever you say. A lot of us are confessing with our mouth, but we haven't sat with it long enough till it becomes us. That you don't see it any other way but that. So if you're still wishing and hoping when you're praying it, it's because you haven't sat with it enough for God to turn it into your vision. It's your thing. And you've heard me teach this before. And for those who are like the new people that don't know, a dream is when he gives it to you. It's inspiration. A vision is when you meditate on it and you become one with it. And without that, it's never going to come to pass. It doesn't say without a dream that people perish. It says without a vision, people perish. It doesn't become real and alive until you sit with it till you can't see it any other way but that being the truth. And that comes from meditation. Can I get an amen from somebody? Can we bear witness that I'm telling the truth right here today? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm teaching you something here that's going to change the rest of your year. We started this, Nelly and I, the 11th, and I'm telling you the things that are manifesting. Yeah, the enemy has reared his ugly head and tried to stop some mess, but everything is working so much in my favor that the things that are trying to go against have so little weight and so little meaning. Just so, just nothing. It's like, Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like somebody standing outside yelling and cussing through the window and the window closed and I got the music on. I don't even hear you. You just making your... If I look out the window, I see you looking stupid. But other than that, I'm doing fine because I'm hidden in this house. Right? I'm hidden. So, next thing I want you to put up there is my thank you statement. 
that that one paragraph and let me know when it's there. I can open my thing so I can see it too. And thank you guys for, for, for being patient with this, but this is so important right now. Oh, you got everything up there. Okay. So let's go to the thank you. Thank you for the grace to remain diligent in seeking wisdom, insight, understanding, and knowledge of God with peace, prosperity, and patience in abundance. We thank you for the skills and areas where we are inexperienced. We thank you for wisdom, purpose, focus, and clarity. Now, I'm going to tell you why purpose, focus, and clarity is in the highlights. Because God gave me a prophetic word a couple of weeks ago to Nelly directly about purpose, focus, and clarity. And, and it was about clearing the table taking all the mess off that has nothing to do with his direction for you and focusing on the things he told you to do. So he told her uh, uh, real estate. He told her uh, the uh, Shopify. He told her whatever, one other thing. But she, I got to make money and I got to do this. I'm gonna do and it's like, okay, you do by doing what he told you. So everything else on the table has to go. Everything, come on, who am I talking to right now? All that other mess got to go. It's got to go. There's, yeah, there's a million things you could do. But what is this his instruction to you for this season? That's where the, the opportunity is. This is the year of opportunity. That's where opportunities come from. Being in the right place at the right time. Somebody say it. Opportunities from God come from being where he wants me to be when he wants me to be there. That's big. There's a million opportunities out there. And Kwame, I'm speaking to you specifically about the Holy Spirit. There's a million opportunities out there, but only the one he called you to is going to work. You run around doing all this mad labor, but it's not going to work if it's not the opportunity he called you. There's a million great things we could do. There's a million things we can invest in. There's crypto and crypto and all kinds of other those. And we don't need any of that if that's not where God told us to go. This is important. So clear the table, knock everything off and say, okay, God, now I'm just going to put back what you told me to put there and the enemy going to kind of bring 10 more things. Well, yeah, but if you do this and you got to do that, and if you do this, then you got to do that. Just think about, just think about those of you who are my partners and vision builders. I came to you with a very simple instruction. I want to do a hundred videos and then we launch it. And I didn't let anything else get my way. Can we launch now? Well, we got 10. Why can't we just? I said 100 videos. Then we, I let you talk me down to 75. You came back. Okay, we got 75. Can we go with the 75? I was like, God, can we go 75? All right. It was, it, it, it was like, if you find 10 good men, would you spare the city? It's like, <laughs> God, if, they, if they come with 75 videos, would you let us launch? He said, okay. For you, son, 75 videos. Okay? So <laughs> my point is, but still, I stay with the plan. Are you listening to me? I stay with the plan. I stay with the plan and look at the fruit. I stay with the plan. Look at the doors that are opening. And some of the doors you don't even know about. Um, 
sat down with Sherry and she just broke down how to get harvest time. Look, I had a book out for over a decade and Sherry would come up in a couple of months and figured out how you're supposed to do it. <laughs> but that's why we get different peoples. You saw I read in my statement. I find people that have that where it's not my core competency and I let them help. I let them do it. That's the key. You can't be so proud that you got to do it all yourself. Who am I talking to? I got it. I can figure it out. The Lord and I, I could do Jesus, Jesus and me. He's like, listen, certain things are just not your strengths. Let other people do it. That's something I have to get on earlier about all the time. You don't have to do everything. Why do you think you are my team? Like I, Because I don't want to do the stuff you do. We don't do it all. We let God move. So watch this. That focus, purpose, and clarity was because she was all over the place and God gave me a word. So that's a separate word. But when we see that word with the highlight, then we go to our notes to that word. Come on. And remind ourselves of that word. And then you follow what I'm saying? So there's words in here that are written that are other words that are in our notes that we can say, okay, today we're going to take this one and we're going to go look at that and refresh ourselves to that and then we're going to come back and finish our note. You understand what I'm saying? Who, who understands, doesn't understand what I'm saying? Okay, so you're with me. Okay. So this note is an ever-growing document. Okay, let's keep going. And the ability to understand righteousness, justice, and fair dealing in every area and relationship. Okay, read that again. And the ability, we have the ability to understand righteousness, justice, and fair dealing in every area and relationship. We affirm that we are faithful and committed to your word. Our life and businesses are founded upon its principles. So here comes my other word. You've heard it. We have no unforgiveness, resentment, bitterness, or animosity toward anyone. Father, Thank you for the success of our businesses. We're still just getting started. How often we do this? How often do we do this? Every day. I think, yeah, we even did it today, even Sunday, yeah, before service. Yeah, this is our thing. Unless something really comes up and we ripping and running and whatever, and we say, well, we'll, we'll pick it up tonight. But our goal is to do it every day. And I would say we at least do it most of the time, seven days a week. But if not, no less than six. This is a commitment. Now, you see the date on there? January 5th. Self-taught goals and affirmations. Now we begin to talk about our daily confessions and statements. I am highly valuable. I love myself and treat myself with kindness. Say it. I am highly valuable. I love myself and treat myself with kindness. I am fit. You can read it with me. Healthy, healed, and strong. Speak healing over yourself. How often? How often? Every day. Daily. Daily. Don't wait till you get sick in your body and start speaking healing. 
Speak it every day. What I'm teaching you is preventive maintenance. I am fit, healed, healthy, and strong. We usually say we when we do it. I, the only approval I seek is God's, baby. That's it. That's it. I'm going to tell you right now. That one sentence in this past month has morphed me into a different person. You just don't know the power of you speaking these words. The only approval I seek is God has healed me on so many levels. Because even if you don't believe it the first few times you say it, you keep saying it every day for a couple of weeks, and my God, you will believe it. What about my husband? You don't seek your husband's approval. You don't seek your wife's approval. You seek God's approval. And if God approves of you, everybody else will approve of you. And those who don't, God will get them out of your life. Trust me. Whew. We are multi-billion dollar real estate investors, social media influencers, and business owners. And we act as such see do a money one in there we are multi-platinum multi-award winning production company we always act with class and we embody the fruits of the spirit say it read it speak it own it This one you're going to love. We focus on growth over comfort. Well. <laughs> we focus on direction over busyness. Sound like, sound like some Diamond Brown words right here, right? <laughs> These are the words that God give me. I'm writing them down as they come. We dedicate, we, we delegate instead of doing by finding people that are a better fit at doing things that are not our core competencies or callings. Lindsay. Hallelujah. You like that one, Celine? Mm-hmm. I'm going to read it. Go ahead. Take your time with that one. Take your time with that one. Soak, soak it in. Love this one, Lindsay. This is for us, for sure, for Fia. We only work with clients who are a good fit and align with our values and goals. Speak it. Verse, I say verse 11. Number 11. You might as well say verse 11. It's the book of Diamond Nelly. Verse 11. <laughs> Once we've committed to something, we show up with a positive attitude and finish stronger than we started. Whew. This is what we confess every day. 12. 
We leave things better than we found them. Speak it. 13, we take full responsibility for everything God has given us in our lives. We take full responsibility for everything, not everything that people have given you, not everything that's tossed on you, not everything that's expected of you, but to be very clear that you're only taking responsibility for the things that God gave you. Who's being blessed by this so far? This is powerful stuff. 14. God loves me and is creating through me. Things always go massively in my favor. God, this is good. I'm glad you had me do this. 15, I am blessed. Real simple. 16, things happen for me, not to me. I am blessed. Speak it. Seventeen, money flows to me quickly, easily, and often. I am blessed. Speak it. Eighteen, we have abundance. We lack nothing. We are blessed. Nineteen. Watch this. This is Nelly in mind personally. Y'all can have it for whoever you believe in for or whoever you have. We are grateful for the love you have given us for each other. And we are mindful to remember the power of us. But sometime in them days, you almost don't want to remember that. You feel frustrated. You feel irritated. You pissed me off yesterday. But we got... <laughs> See the married woman on here, she bear witness. So we, we're grateful for the love that you've given us for one another. And we are mindful to remember the power of us. And Ruth, you can, you're welcome to use the saying, y'all can have it. Because there's power in the, in the couple. 20, let us never get caught up in the things of this world. 21, we remember that our hearts are focused on the purpose you have called us to. 22, amen and so be it. Who was blessed by that tremendously? Give God praise for that. That's a, that's a worthy praise moment right there. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the opportunity to share this. And we thank you for the love and the insight. As I walk through the rest of it, there's no more verses and stuff. But then is where I begin to put pictures. I got pictures of wealth and health. Got pictures of the properties I'm believing in God for. Um, put that in there. And there's a 22-story, 23-story building that I'm believing God for. And I got that in there. And then we got a picture of, of other properties that we want to believe for that we're selling. And then the picture of my house and effort that started the whole new direction in my life. Um, and there's a house in Florida that I, I want to have built. Yes, I'm going to have more than one house. Yes. 
And then all up and down the stairs and the walls, I don't know if you can see it, but they're Grammy, platinum, gold albums and Grammy awards. I don't know whose house it is, but I'm claiming that that for my house. All right. Amen. Um, picture of the car I want, the BMW electric. Nelly wants the Range, the Range Rover. That's what she wants. We put that in there. We don't put a whole bunch of emphasis on it. We just put the pictures there and let God be God. And then we took the Shopify, somebody's Shopify account where they're making like 60 something thousand dollars. Uh, what's that? A, a, a week, a month? What is that? A week. 60 something thousand a week. So we put took a picture of that. If, if, if they could do it without God, I don't know if they got God or not. It don't matter. God no respect of persons. That's what we claiming for our Shopify account. And that's it. That's all there is to it. And I am saying to you, we just added the Shopify thing today. I'm saying to you, it's a living, breathing document every day, every day. You should be reading it. You should let it speak to you and you should speak back to it every day. Ruth, you got a husband, get him in on it every day, every day. Get it done. Put your dreams in there. Put your visions in there. Change the words that make it line up with who you guys are. You're going to add your children and all that to it. All that good stuff. My children are in the best schools. They're very intelligent and educated. They will not be drawn into the world. They will not chase after the, They will not be caught up in peer pressure. They will not be seduced by drugs or social media. All that stuff, that's what you have it for. It's yours. You personalize it. You make it real. How did I get where I am? That. What happened? Over the years, I forgot it. But it's, it's back to stay. And it's back with a vengeance. And I'm sharing it with you. I hope, Toshiba, because you guys are not using on camera, Tonette, that it blessed you. You can say something in the chat if you want. I hope that you'll use this. Copy it. Take it. It's yours. And turn it into something that you and God can have together. And this is will make your own personal time, your own personal devotional time. This is our daily devotion. This is what we do. And man, oh man, it has changed everything about me. My health has increased greatly. Um, my, my eating has changed supernaturally. I don't even desire junk like anymore. The weight coming off is nice, but that's not what really mattered to me. It was the healthiness that mattered to me. And um, I feel better than I've ever felt. And I'm telling you, this is your opportunity to get before God and become a better you with this year of what? It's a year of opportunity. And I want to be fit and ready for that year of opportunity. I don't want opportunities to come and I'm not fit to meet those opportunities because I'm not spiritually ready or physically ready or emotionally ready or no, I'm ready. And those confessions cover every area from health to physical to mental to spiritual, everything we cover. And if God gives me more stuff, I'll add more. Um, I'm going to stop talking. I think I covered all the bases. I hope you guys were blessed and I love sharing with you. And I'm, yeah, I just really loved sharing this with you because it was pers it's personal and intimate to me. And so sharing it with you, please don't take it lightly. 
this is my personal devotion that I spend time before God developing and sharing it with you. And even though it's not a secret, it's still not yours, but it's yours now. You're welcome to have it. And blessings to you. And I was, thank you, Lord. And I receive a harvest even from sharing this with you. In Jesus' name. Amen.